guys, so today I'm going to be talking about um, Americans on the Western Front prior to 1917 or before the U.S. involvement in the war in 1917-1918. Uh, it's going to be the topic of my research paper, so I just thought this was pretty interesting and I want to talk about it with you guys. So, um, to start, despite popular belief, um, Americans had already been fighting and dying on the Western Front since the beginning of the war in August of 1914. Um, they'd been amongst some of the initial volunteers during the so-called August Madness that we talked about. Um, and they had come from the United States and made their way to pretty much almost every imaginable Allied army. Um, some of them, kind of like Brad Pitt and his brother in Legends of the Fall, had uh, either dual citizenship or gave up their citizenship to go to either Canada or England and uh, fight under the British or Canadian flags. Um, and then most notable, and this is what I'm going to be focusing on in my research paper, was a pretty large group of Americans that went to France and joined the uh, French Foreign Legion. Um, and then from there, eventually, they um, ended up joining the Lafayette Escadrille. Um, excuse my horrible French pronunciation. Um, but the French Foreign Legion, for those who aren't aware, it's a military unit in the French army um, that only takes in foreigners. And but what I mean by that is the only French people in it are officers. So the entire enlisted ranks are all foreigners. And at the beginning of the war, the ranks absolutely exploded with people coming from all over Europe, even Germans, um, and in this case, uh, Americans. And then the Lafayette Escadrille um, was a uh, squadron of the French Air Service. Um, so kind of like what we talked about last time in class, um, the French Air Service kind of started... Um, or really, you know, got really um, big midway through the war. So by that point, a lot of um, guys who, Americans who had already been fighting on the Western Front with the French Foreign Legion, sort of bilaterally transferred there, or a lot of Americans just went straight there and uh, joined that unit. Um, so you're probably asking yourself, what type of person or who would do this? You know, America wasn't involved in the war. Why would they want to go and fight? Well, sort of, uh, as Michael Rowan says, he's a uh, journalist with the Washington Post, they still were part of this, what he calls the mentality of the pre-war world. So we've thrown around wor words like um, degeneration, social Darwinism, things like that. Um, for the most part, they sort of naively thought, like a lot of other Europeans, that um, you know Europe and the world in general was in need of a good war to sort of revive itself. Um, I'm sure that belief went away quickly once they saw the realities of it, but in any case, a lot of them uh, joined early in the war um, either way. Um, for the most part, you know, like I said, they were idealists. They felt an obligation to um, go and fight in this big war. They didn't want to miss out on it. Um, and there's, you know, quite a few notable people who did this. Um, some of them were, you know, athletes, um, intellectuals. Um, they'd been wealthy expats living in Paris. And some were even just, you know, poor factory workers or even African-Americans from the Jim Crow South who wanted to escape racism. Um, most notable of um, these groups was first Alan Seeger. He's uh, the uncle of the famous folk singer Pete Seeger, and he's a famous poet, and he wrote um, I Have a Rendezvous with Death. Um, he wrote that in the trenches while he was in the French Foreign Legion on the Western Front a few months before he died, um, and he was eventually killed in 1916 on the Somme. Um, another one was Kenneth Weeks. He was a uh, playwright. He'd also been living in Paris at the start of the war. And him, like a lot of other Americans who had been living there, um, decided to sort of support their adoptive homeland. And they joined up. And he was uh, killed on the Western Front in 1915. 
Um, another unique character, so to speak, was Eugene Ballard. He was the first African-American pilot. Interestingly enough, he wasn't um, the first African-American pilot for the United States. He was the first African-American pilot for France. Uh, he flew for the Lafayette Escadrille. Um, so even today, a lot of these Americans who had joined and fought for France, uh, as well as other countries, but especially in France, um, they're praised as heroes. Even when they joined, you know, France showed its appreciation. There's records of, you know, Alan Seeger and other notable Americans literally walking in a parade on their way to the recruiting station from the train depot in Paris, waving American flags, and, you know, the French crowds were chanting, Vive l'American, um, you know, long live the Americans. And uh, so even though they're, you know, regarded in some circles in France as heroes, um, in the United States, they're largely unknown. Um, that's kind of what I thought was interesting is, you know, they played you know, a fairly large role in the war, at least in a, you know, social sense, but they're pretty unknown um, in the United States. And I think this is for a few reasons. First and foremost, um, the fact that they fought under a foreign flag during the war, and uh, in many cases died under a foreign flag, you know, that sort of presents a bit of an ethical problem, uh, possibly to the United States. So a lot of times they just didn't, you know, feel the need to report on that. And then also, uh, within the French Foreign Legion, it's known for when you join, um, you're given a new name, a legion name, so to speak. So, you know, they're all fighting under assumed names and pseudonyms, and a lot of times, you know, they died under these assumed names. So, you know, back home, no one, their families really ever knew if they died. Um, it was up to, you know, their fellow Americans there or whatever to sort of spread the news. So that's another one of those reasons why it's not really that well known. It's just because, you know, it's not really known how many exactly joined. Um, so overall, like I said, um, I'm going to touch on this more in my research paper, but I just thought it was a really interesting topic. And uh, despite being pretty unknown, um, they still pop up a lot of times in illusions in pop culture. Um, like I said earlier, the you know movie Legends of the Fall, yeah, it's cheesy, but you know it gives you sort of a sense of you know Americans who went and joined like you know the English army or excuse me the British army. And then um, another one that's pretty popular, it's a movie called Flyboys with James Frank out. It uh, came out a few years ago. Um, it's not really known for having the best historical accuracy, but despite that, it's still you know fairly popular representation and gives a bit of a glimpse into this uh, group of Americans. Um, so anyways, that's uh, my podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks.